Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to part two of Drumroll <laughs> Relationship with Food. Yay! This is exciting. This is the first time we've like ever to, like, had to do a part rap. two. <laughs> uh, we're going to do things a little differently. We're going to skip a lot of stuff. Like, we're not going to do our spilling and tea. And we're not going to do our musings except for a quote. Because who we can wa- pass up a quote? We want to mm. be able to share the second portion of what we were talking about last week. And because it was a really important week. We were like at the very end of it. We were like, you know, we can really tell when we feel really deeply about something because we talk longer. <laughs> <laughs> I might get more passionate and louder. And No, louder is good. Angry. Remember? I don't want to say angrier. But... Spot wants louder. <laughs> He's like, I can, I can fix it in post. Mm, okay. That's when you know I'm, I'm more passionate about something. Is we get longer and yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Anyways, like... it's good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So our quote today is by AJ. Yes, and it's by Dr. John. Del- huh, I hope I don't say this wrong. Deloney. Deloney. I like it. <laughs> I approve. Uh, he says, "You are not a burden. No, you are not perfect." Yes, you've got things to work on, but we all do. You are a blessing. Thank you for being you today. I like that. Thank you for being you. And I came across it on a day that I I really needed to read that. I really needed to read that. Well, there's nobody else like you. Uh, it's Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think sometimes we forget that. We're like, oh, you know, I'm a nobody. I, I said that the other day. His spot, I was like, ah, I don't do anything on a whim. And he's like, um, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> and he, I was like, I don't think I'm like super interesting. I think, you know, I just, I think you could probably say this is how she's going to act. And he's like, you constantly surprise me like if you would have told me a year or two ago that you were going to do a podcast I'd be like what oh yeah and it's not because I don't think you can do it it's just because you were more into listening to them and not had you didn't have a desire to share your voice Mm -hmm. and he's like and now you you do that yeah so to me that's that's the epitome of a person who you can't put your finger on I said, but you you know that how like my certain core things, right? Those are things that I'm talking about. Like you can, you know, in this situation, I'd act this way. And he's like, yeah, but that's the same for everybody. But as you being an interesting person or you being a person that you can pinpoint exactly what they're going to react to, no. And I was like, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So. Yeah. I think it's important that we remember that we are individuals and it's great that we're here. You are, thank you for being you and being here and showing up 
and sharing your voice or your talent, whatever your talent is, yeah. to give you a voice. But, Thank you for being you today. Yeah. And Dr. John Deloney, Deloney, he's an author. He's a mental health expert. Um, he uh, actually, I don't, from what I read, he, actually, he used to work with um, Dave Ramsey. Okay. I don't think he does anymore. Sure. I think he kind of branched out on his own. Um, but that's kind of where he got his start. Yeah. No, I get so. it. So, Dave Ramsey has a lot of people that he starts mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. of just like giving them an, an ear and, yeah. mm -hmm. and starting them on their process. Yeah. Yeah. So. Lots of good stuff. So, I, I stumbled across this quote on Instagram. I like so, it. thank you so much for sharing it. Yeah. Well, with that, we will dive right back in to part two of Relationship with Food. Let's get going. Splish Splash, we're diving into the main topic. If I get, hey, well, there you go. Then I'm you'll getting, just start cooking at home more. I, I usually do anyways, but like, I'm pretty patient. But like, I've had like certain places where they've messed up not once or twice or three times or four times my order, but like more than that. And I'm like, Guys, like, come on. You gotta care a little bit about your job. One of our problems is we, I mean, we have plenty of options, but we don't. How yeah, you do? We're so picky. You're like a smorgasbord over there. <laughs> we don't Granted, really like anything. Where do I live? Where do you live? <laughs> Keep going, sorry. You're the one that moved to the boonies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe I was training in random people. Yeah, well, I it mean, worked. I love people. <laughs> um, but so many times we're like, oh, this really didn't taste that good. Why did we waste our money? And your calorie count. But then we still go back because it's pure laziness. We just don't want to cook. And then we eat it again. We're like, why do we do that? Why do we keep doing this? And I think that that's what they count on is that we're just don't, you know, we just don't want to tired. Yeah. Just don't want to cook. And yeah. Um, COVID that's definitely. What, I was going to say COVID's helped though, because then you have like sit down places that will do like take out kind of thing a little bit more. Yeah. Yes. But then you don't want to pay for that all the time. But I was going to say <laughs> that COVID in my situation did not help at all because when COVID was at its peak, they started doing, you know, the free delivery services or not free, but promotions. Oh, and so you get more in the habit of getting food delivered. And so you never have to go out. You don't even have to go. Yeah. You never have to leave yeah. your house. And then you just get in the just habit. Just for an extra couple of dollars. Yeah, just in, it, it, in your mind, it's worth it. And so then you never leave your house. You're less active. And you have that excuse in your mind. Oh, we can't leave our house because of COVID. You know, whatever. Oh, I'll, I'll start exercising. I'm too busy. I'll start yeah. exercising next week. Blah, blah, blah. There's always some sort of excuse. And so then you slowly, you're eating less healthy and you're being less active. And so then the, the weight starts. So you're to, depressed from being less active yeah. and you're and the depressed weight starts because you're gain, a little bit. You, know, yep. you get the COVID 15, 20, whatever it is, whatever they call it. Right. And, and then you've just instilled these bad habits and they're hard to break. Oh, 
but they're so, so hard, hard to break. break. Well, that's how they get you, you see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how they always yeah. get you. And for me, I've struggled with food, my relationship with food for years, years and years and years. And I didn't realize that I had struggled with my relationship with food until recently. What's your link to food? Like your, your bad habit of food? What, what triggers it? Because I, um, it, it, I think it's different for everybody. You mean like the, there's the emotional eater, the stress eater, those type, that kind of link? Mm-hmm. It's, do you do it because you're bored? Do you do it because you're stressed? Do you do it because... I don't like to admit it. sad. But I... Combination Almost of use food as a punishment. Okay. So I'm almost the withholder of food. I see. I, I get what you mean. Like, I, I don't know how to really explain it because I don't, I'm, unless I'm doing it subconsciously, but I don't really emotional eat. I don't really see it that way. I don't, yeah. I don't think I do. Yeah. Maybe I stress eat, but I don't think I do. Right. Um, I see it more of like what you were saying, though. Like I've seen where you're like, well, I should lose weight, so I'm not going to. Yeah. I don't really eat. Even though you're starving and we were like, no, you're going to (laughs) eat. You know that scene in The Devil Wears Prada where she's like, I won't. Like I starve myself, and then when I absolutely am going to faint, I eat a cube of cheese. You know, I'm not do done on that point. Not to that point. I could not do it. I <laughs> would. I would die first. I get hungry and I'll eat, but I also mentally I forget to eat. Sure, that's because you're busy. Yes, it's um, not a top priority. No, in my mind, eating is not a top priority, and I have learned that that is not healthy either. Yep. Because and because I am overweight in the eyes of the doctor. According to the doctors, I'm obese, which I'm, I'm sure I am, but like morbidly obese is what they say. But and trying to figure out why, why am I, even because I don't eat that much. But you have medications that you take. To, and that, yeah. I'm just saying that because of chemistries, like, yeah, that's, there's side effects from, I'm not saying you're a druggie. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there's if you take medication, you're you're gonna have Let's a side effect. Be clear, these are prescribed medications. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Like, but everything has yeah, a side I know effect. What you're saying. When yeah. you're playing with chemistries, you know, that's what you're doing with introducing a drug. Yeah. Whether it's beneficial or not. You're yeah, playing with your body true. makeup. And that's Although they will things. tell you, no, that's not a side effect of the medication. And then you read it and you're like, um, <laughs> right here it says it. Like what are you um, talking about? Yeah, it's. They always say, "Oh, I don't know why you can't lose weight," but it took one of my doctors that I absolutely love. She always one of the first things she asked me is, "Are you eating consistently?" I love her so much, and that's not even her specialty. It's just because she, she knows me. Are you eating? Are you eating three meals a day? I love her. Um, maybe. I'm like, no. I'm eating when I'm hungry. I'll eat dinner. (laughs) But she said, if you don't eat enough, 
You can also gain weight. Yeah, because you're switching yeah. your body over to um, survival goes, mode. So yeah. it's going to And then it holds on to all your fat and everything. Yeah. But it's also... It's finding that fine line. If you... And I don't like counting calories because then I become obsessed with that. Sure. And it's not just about the calories because you can have... Let's say you want 1,600 calories. I know it's kind yeah. of high, mm-hmm. but let's say you want 1,600 calories. You can fill that up with a whole bunch of crap. Oh, it's so easy to one meal could be 1600 or calories. You can have all of this healthy food and and get to that. Mm-hmm. Too. So it's not just counting your calories, it's what you're putting in your mouth. Consciously yeah. putting it in. Because your mouth. when you do count your calories and it is sometimes depressing to see when you're doing the wrong thing, eating the right. incorrect things, see how fast it adds up. Yeah. Well, I think it's also Again, that's that pre-programming that we're hearing of just listening to how you, because I would say some of these things too, but it's not wrong, right? You're trying to nourish your body. It's not wrong. It's just maybe selecting a different type of thing, Mm -hmm. right? Especially as we're getting older, the things that we got away with when we were 20 I cannot get away with now. Oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd feel it in like five seconds. Everything. Yeah. Like, well, there's my butt getting bigger and <laughs> I feel like crap. <laughs> yep. And my joints are hurting mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. Um, when I was kind of researching some of the things, um, having a healthy relationship with food is pretty much remembering that you're doing it to nourish your body and your mind and your spirit and not restricting. Unless, this is one thing I, I, I did read and I was like, because at first I was like, whoa, restricting isn't a bad thing unless it is for health reasons. So like me restricting processed sugar, although I, I, am, I am allowing a serving of dark chocolate a day. Dark chocolate's good for you. Well, I'm, I have a oh. problem. <laughs> I'm a chocolate. See, here's the thing that's interesting to me when people say they have a problem. I don't crave sugar. I don't know why. But that's good. But, and the, see, this is the thing that irritates the sh- crap out of me. <laughs> Oops, we almost went explicit. <laughs> is I don't crave sugar. I don't crave salt. I don't crave these junk foods that people do. And yet here I am obese. Yeah. What is wrong with me? Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with you in terms of like you. I crave purple cabbage. I crave celery. Yeah. What the F is wrong with me? Yeah. And this is the most frustrating thing. And I think this is why I have such a screwed up mentality with food. Right. Is because. You're like, but I'm, I'm eating these healthy things. Yeah. I think this is why I get so irritated. Yeah continue sorry no no you're fine that's <laughs> Can totally you tell fine. i get frustrated <laughs> but that's that's the thing it's finding what foods work for you what foods work for me don't necessarily work for you or the combination of what i'm doing may not necessarily work for you kind of thing but i think it's also important to think of and that's why i brought up medications it's not necessarily what you're eating that's causing. It can have, and we talked about um, doing an episode at some point of chronic illness. It has a lot to do with what you're going through. 
like your body physically going through. Um, and what chemicals you're using to help you sustain your life, right? To if those who are a cancer patient are are taking those medications and treatments, they're going to have side effects from it and they're not going to be healthy ones. Unfortunately. Because they're targeting to kill your cells. Right? I think this is where we need to learn to balance things out a little bit better. I always say this, like Western medicine is really good at targeting things and like destroying. And Eastern medicine, and I say those terms because that's what people understand it better. They're really good at preventative and well-being. And if we kind of find a way to marry those thoughts together, instead of one saying I'm better than the other, because it's not that way. we got to marry them together. I think it's like in all things, you just have to find a balance, a balance in your life. Maybe there's something out of place in I was reading your relationship of food mirrors a lot of your relationships in life. Um so if you are a controlling kind of personality, then you're gonna try to control your food relationship. And then you're gonna have guilt when you can't control it. Right? Um and if you are more eclectic and you're more in, like, you just go with it on a whim, then you're going to do the same for your food, essentially. Not necessarily. That's just a default, right? You can learn things. You don't, we say these things and I don't think you're ever in a box, right? I don't think you're ever in a category. I don't think, I think there's always multiple things at play for any of these topics that we bring up. I think there's things that have to do with mental, like your mental approach in this case to food. Like how do you feel about food? Is it a nourishing thing or is it a social thing or is it um, just, oh, you have to get it done kind of thing. Um, and I've been in all of those places before, right? I can't just say, well, I eat, use my phone. Thought I had it on silent. <laughs> Let me take care of that and I'll finish that thought. But you, you can't say, well, I eat this particular way because it's not necessarily that way all the time, right? Uh, and so it's like, okay, and I, I, a long time ago, a person was like, you have to make decisions before you get to them. And I think that's a lot of what you, what helps your relationship with food. Is okay when I'm really tired. Do I have something already kind of prepped? Um, and I'm the person that's in the supermarket that turns the package over and says, "Okay, this has like X amount of sugar, and maybe no, don't want this or X amount of whatever." And I find the ones that are less. The so the times that we are like, don't want to make anything, I can grab that and and feed my family. And I'm the type of person that doesn't look at the ingredients, and I probably should. And maybe that's where I go wrong is I'm just buying whatever's cheapest at the store. Um, and I know this is my fault, but I there are, 
Like I can feed my fuel my body with healthy foods, but my child is a picky, picky eater. <laughs> and I get it. so well, most start feeding of the peanut time, butter and jelly sandwiches. We eat a lot of those. There most of the time we'll eat, I'll cook something that he likes. And then I'm like, mm, that's not healthy enough. Yeah. And I won't eat. I'm like, Meh. I don't want to eat that. Because you don't want to eat it. Well. And, but I'm, we are working on that. <laughs> this is my mentality. You can, I'm, I'm so bad. I'm just like, well, then you don't eat. Him? <laughs> him or me? Him. This is what I made. And we, we yeah. do this with uh, my youngest all the time. This is what I made. If you don't like it, tough. But I we don't want to hear. And two, you have alternatives that have been We've marked. We've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. And they're in the very beginning, especially if it's a new habit that you're trying to enforce, they will bite you tooth and nail. Oh, yeah. Tooth and, and that's nail. the problem is... I'm like, oh, I don't want to fight you on this. Okay, fine. We'll get this. Fine. We'll go here. You know, but that's, I recognize 100% that that is my fault and I am working on that. No, <laughs> but it's not a guilt thing. It's just. Cut yourself some slack. It's hard. You can't be 100% all the time. No one's 100% all the time. I think. But. So. But it's important, I think, when you are t- talking about food and. You have to take it into account. Like I have people, I have, I've also had an up and down relationship with food, okay? And I recognize the times that I feel better is when I take the time to do what I know I'm supposed to do. And I've gotten to the point in my life that I am tired of being sick, so to speak. I put that in air quotes. I'm tired of feeling gross. I'm tired of feeling tired all the time. I'm tired of all these things. And so I find that if I limit the amount of sugar that I put in my body, I say this now because that's what I practice, right? Um, my joints don't hurt as bad. Um, I find that if I eliminate stress, I don't want to eat food to comfort me. I don't want to throw it all out the window kind of thing. Um, I've even started, you know, picking up on, okay, this, this food, I'm starting to feel like an allergic reaction that I never paid attention to before and the, the roof of my mouth. It's slight. Your body will tell you. And it's slowing down enough to be like, this particular thing, I can't have. Like avocados, I thought I had an, an allergy to avocados, but I have found it's only when I put salt and pepper and lemon pepper on it. That is interesting. Which is the only way that I love to eat avocados. I know. What's the point? <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, then I, I guess I will get avocados that don't have a reaction as bad. And I can eat. A fourth of it. Well, the problem with that is that I'm the only one in my family here, this branch of my family, that eats avocados. <laughs> so I don't get avocados as much anymore. I love them. And that sucks because they're a good source of healthy fat. They're great. 
They're great. Um, but if I have to limit it, I haven't figured out a best way to like freeze it. You could put it in smoothies, can't you? Here's here's a problem with that. When I was on my mission, their way of they're scratching at the door. (laughs) Sorry, my dogs are making noises. When I was on my mission, my family's from California. Let me but let me back up. My family's from California, from Southern California. The way you eat an avocado is with salt and pepper. I like to do lemon pepper, but it's still pepper. Okay? That's that's how you eat an avocado. Yeah. On my mission, they have bigger avocados, and the way that they eat it is with sugar and milk. And it is gross. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. And I tried it to appease someone, and I literally... I shouldn't say gagged, but I gagged. It was it was gross. So gross. So yeah. But it's just it's finding that and then being like, you know what? I'm gonna break up with you because because you don't do my body good. It's a healthy food, yes, but not for me. It's like people who drink wheatgrass. I'm allergic to grass. Like for me, no. Stay away from me. But it has all these healthy benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's Good not for just, you guys. Not for me. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, there are healthy things out in the world that work for you. Mm. And would not potentially work for me because of allergies, because of um, stress factors, because of um, preferences, too. Like, there's no point of going and buying beets if you don't like beets. There are other ways to get the same thing. (laughs) Don't make... Somebody told me once, and I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was a doctor or a friend. I don't remember. But they said, don't force yourself to be eating these, quote-unquote, healthy things that you don't like. Because that is going to make eating even worse for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. It's going to make it an absolutely disgusting experience, unenjoyable and then what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? That's just going to be and a chore. And I find eating fresh. Eating fresh helps the taste so much more. That's why I'm like so wanting to have a garden and help this year at work kind of thing is that then you have control over what you're putting in your body even more because absolutely it's what you're growing. You know what's been used on it. You know, all of the other stuff that's been going on around it because you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's a whole lot of other stuff that's going on there. But to keep it simple, <laughs> keep it simple, stupid, right? Um, yeah, so I think it's just fine-tuning it down to asking those hard questions of, what is my what are my triggers? What makes it to where I want if you are a person who eats out of boredom? Well, may I suggest finding a different hobby? You know, even if you can't get out and walk or whatever, things like that, writing in your journal, we've talked about that, meditating, um, going for a swim, um, going um, to a movie. Um, your body will be way more happy than filling it up with food that you don't want or need. 
I think also just slowing down enough because nobody else is going to invest in you the same amount that you are going to invest in you. You're thinking a long-term life. Nobody else cares. I'm sorry to say that. Nobody else cares a long-term life. They care about what you're going to do for them and how long you're going to do it for them. I hate to say it that way because it sounds like everybody's insensitive. That's not the case. We're human beings. That's what we are. Um, So if you want a healthy life, you have to take that step. Nobody else can step it for you. Nobody else can put healthy food down your mouth because you'll probably slap them and throw up on them (laughs) because you're going to gag on it, right? You have to make that conscious decision, and it's something that you have to make every day. Unfortunately, every second of the day, you know. But when you have those moments where you fall into those old triggers and habits, you have to forgive yourself. And I think that's the second part. Um, You have to cut yourself some slack. So it's not just making that conscious effort, but cutting yourself some slack because you're human. No one's 100%. Nobody's perfect. And slowing down enough to pay attention how your body is responding to these foods and saying you know I felt like I couldn't breathe after I don't eat it and um I felt like I was gonna I, I was hugging the porcelain in my bathroom don't eat it uh you know uh coffee makes my stomach hurt it's too acidic I love coffee But it's gotten to the point where I won't drink it. And even in the amount of time that we, you know, started our podcast. Why? Because it hurts. Well, I I don't want to do that. That's not aligning with my goal of being healthy and listening to my body. You know, the doctors ask what is wrong with you because you know your body the most. You live in it every day, every second. And if you can't answer that question then you have to figure out how you can better listen to you. Not your mind, but your body. I think it's important to have a relationship with you inside, mentally, spiritually, but also you physically. And I think once you start to tap into those things, it's like, a, it's like your best friend, right? You can't just not go talk to them. Um, you can have great relationships, long distance and have months that you don't talk and things like that. I'm not talking about that, but you have to always put something in, right? How many friends do we let go of just because of time, right? Oh, it's been so long. I hope they're doing well and you're pushing out positive vibes, but you haven't contacted them. Well, then you no longer get to have that friendship. I think it's the same with our bodies. And our minds, if we don't tap into our body every day and say, hey, how are you doing in there? Or did you eat an avocado and how do you feel? And maybe you shouldn't do that anymore. (laughs) You know, or um, when you drink a whole bunch of juice and you drink a whole bunch of water, which one do you feel better with? You know, so I think I think just kind of thinking about one. What are your triggers Two. What alternatives can you do for said triggers? And that goes back to our meditation. Three, 
listening to our bodies. Um, I am finding more and more. It's great to have mentors. It's great to have people around to so help and support. But a lot of the time, if we go inside ourselves, we're enough. We might need aids. We might need tools. I'm not putting down seeking those things out, but we have to start it. We have to be enough to get that ball going and to sustain the momentum by every day. It can be several times a day asking, how are we doing? How are we doing physically? Oh, I remember, I remember that I don't like to run. <laughs> and, and why don't you like to run? Because it hurts my body. Okay, well, what are alternatives? Alternatives are maybe you can swim. You're still moving your body. You're still doing other things, but it doesn't impact your body the same, right? Same thing with food. Um, how, how are we doing on food? Um, I find that if I eat breakfast in the morning, I feel sick to my stomach. Well, don't eat breakfast in the morning. Find the time that works for you to start your nourishment. I'm not saying go without food forever. Please don't do that. But find what works for your body. If you get up at 6 a.m., that doesn't mean you have to eat at 6 a.m. Um, and, you know, if, if your doctor tells you to do something for your health, nine times out of ten, you're, you do it. So, like, for example, due to, um, I mean, we'll talk about this in another episode that we were talking about doing, but, like, I have something called Meniere's disease, and because of it, I have to limit the salt that I eat or else I have flare-ups. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I don't eat that. I try to limit the salt. Like, I don't put salt in the foods that I make. I buy salt-free uh, seasonings and all that. Another thing it to do so, for that is uh, use Himalayan salt because it's not as intense. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And it tastes good. It tastes good. good too. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, also so, <laughs> if a doctor is telling you to do something, you're you're gonna do it, of course, because most of the time, because my, my it's for your benefit. So why, if if your body is telling you to do something, why wouldn't you listen to it? Why aren't you listening to it? I think it's a lot of. Um, I think we've been conditioned to not rely on ourselves to like close that off. I think that's just my opinion. What it's what I notice people don't listen to themselves, and I think it's because I don't we've think been we don't trust ourselves. I think it's because we've been taught to not trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's a learned condition because how many times do you watch children when they're younger and they are completely different than when they grow up because they have those, those fears that they've learned right. Um, I was going to say this plug. Yes. Do listen to your doctor. Don't feel bad questioning them. They're Advocate human. Advocate for yourself. They're human. Mm -hmm. They're human beings. They're trying to figure it out too. Right. Um, I'm not putting them down. I think there's a lot of amazing doctors out there. Worked with a lot of amazing doctors. Worked with many good doctors too. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is. Just because your doctor says, do this, ask questions. 
what does it do? Why, why are you prescribing this as opposed to something else? Research it. I mean, they might get frustrated with you because it's human nature I've to be frustrated gone with an obstacle. I've doctors multiple times. Absolutely. <laughs> why do I need this? Oh, it's going to cure this? Okay, well, you're going to cure me having to go to the bathroom every five seconds. But at the same regard, you're also putting on the fact that I'm going to have diarrhea for days. My head's going to start hurting. All of this other stuff. It's not worth it. Like, trying to play the devil's advocate here a little bit. Um, do do the treatments that are life-sustaining and that benefit you. Absolutely. A hundred percent, even if they're hard. But also don't think you have to do it. There are always alternatives. It might not be what you want, right? You know, I I think of my grandma who in her late 80s decided I don't want to go through a cancer treatment. Yeah, I could be fine coming out of it, but I'm old enough that I would rather have a good rest of my life instead of and be independent until the very end. Even the very last, she was wanting to get up and go to the bathroom because she didn't want to pee her pants, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so what I'm trying to say is trust yourself. Trust yourself and, and, and be okay with your decisions and think about them. Don't rush into them. Don't, you know, okay, the doctor told me to do this, this is when we do. <laughs> okay. Breathe. Always breathe. Take some time. Think about it. You know? Um. But it's like you said, you know what's best for your body. Yep. And trust yourself. Absolutely. And cut yourself some slack. Trust yourself and cut yourself some slack. Because you're learning new things. And learning new things is really hard to do. Um. But to kind of go along with what we've been talking about, um, our challenge. It's a throwdown. It's a challenge. We've got something for you. The challenge for this week is when you feel the urge to eat out of an emotional need or boredom, go for a walk or get up and move around. Dance even. Just think of an alternative. I would even say to first ponder, a.k.a. meditate, on what are some of your frequent triggers. You'll know because you'll have the guilt that's hit with it. Oh, I feel guilty. I ate everything in my cupboard because I just really wanted this. We'll eat that instead. So you're not doing everything else. But what I'm saying is find your trigger and, okay, when I feel this way, what are my alternatives that I can do? Instead of resorting to food. Or if it's time to eat, what are the things that I want to eat and where where can I find those in maybe a healthier lift? Oh, I'm really craving peanut butter. Make yourself a peanut butter jelly sandwich on sourdough bread because the other bread, I it hurts my tummy. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to use the really... Sugary jelly, I have apple butter. That's really good. 
Well, but she makes amazing apple butter. Can throw that together. <laughs> and apple butter and peanut butter, yum. Because apples and peanut butter, yum. You know, like just kind of think through. Okay, okay. Um, I'm really craving chicken. Okay, you have chicken breast in your your freezer. Defrost that. You want to dress it up a little bit. Have seasonings. You don't have to just put salt on things. You don't have to just put throw a little rosemary on it. If you have white wine sitting around, throw some white wine on there. Mm. Grill that up. So good. You know, and it it doesn't take as long as you think it will. True. Um. So just think of alternatives to emotional eating. If you're if you're really sad, call your best friend and be like, "I'm really sad. What do I need to do?" True be told they're probably gonna say we'll breathe for a second take a bubble bath put on some candles just be for a moment at least that's my advice brew some tea you're good or tell me what your problem is not like tell me what your problem is but like <laughs> what are you facing no, right yeah. now Let's talk I'm, about I'm a fix-it person this happened recently you know, AJ was like, this is happening. And I'm all like, do, 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 throwing out <laughs> ideas. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How can I help you? <laughs> you know? Um, it was the mama bear coming out in her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it comes out a lot for people that I care about. But just have those things ready, you know, with our friends. Have, have those things that work for you. Have them in your mind because they're going to help you and they're going to help somebody else. So always remember that. So that's our challenge. And then our quote, our quote, our Q&A. Thank you. You've heard enough about us. Let's get a little bit from you. Here's your Q&A and your polls. Sip your tea. Let's chat a while. What are some of your healthy tips and tricks for a healthy relationship with food? Yeah, we, we want to know. Yeah. Because some... Something that has helped you might not have even crossed our mind. Oh, yeah. Or someone else's mind. Like, know? I'm really bad counting calories because I get, I'm I am like, okay, what what do I do next? I think it's, again, the ADHD in me. I'm just assuming I have it at this point in my life. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? You know, I, I sitting down and trying to write all of it out. I'm like, I don't know what I had. <laughs> I can't remember that far. <laughs> like a squirrel. So, yeah, what are some of your healthy tips and tricks for a healthy relationship with food? And maybe what are some of the what are some of the things that you're working through? Chronic illness or anything else that you're working through that you're like, okay, this this happens. This is what I, you know, I'm going through. And I find that these things alleviate it. You know, like I found a type of tea that helps push out biofilms with my chronic illness. Is something that my body stores toxins and biofilms. Well, this tea food source flushes them out. You know, so then my body isn't holding in all these toxins, toxins and swelling, kind of thing. So, just food for thought, and we want to hear from you. So let us know on any of this stuff what your opinion is, um, and what helps you and help our community be healthy and happy. And as always, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day. Thanks for hanging with AJ. 
And A-Ray, we hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.